0: Better run, here they come, they got to blast on us The Black Nerds, Bloods are Rush, I'll turn that podcast up Friends from the UK with something to say, just talking about everything From the wonderful nerding world, the reviews they bring These brilliant blurs give
1: you the word On the latest movies, anime, video games, and TV series Call your friends who don't know and tell them what they're missing Then sit back and relax and listen to
0: the Bloods are us, Bloods are us, Bloods are us, I'm Nanok, I'm Martin and welcome to episode 293 of Bloods Are Us. I hope that's the right number. Once again, I failed to check the number. Uh, Steadily climbing and getting closer and closer to episode 300. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we've passed our anniversary date as well. I think we are, I want to say maybe seven years in. Uh, I could be horribly wrong, but that's my estimated guess of how many uh, episodes we, uh, how long we've been recording. Um, Mm -hmm. Me and Rod finally got together and was able to record another random movie bucket list. Um, nice. You know, scheduling, even for us, is always a bit of a nightmare um, But yeah, um hoping to catch up on a lot of different things um, this week As I've got a week off, so during the week off I'm going to be like spending some time with Marvin, Martin And a couple of other friends over the week But also I'm going to be using that time to hopefully um, catch up on a lot of anime uh, And some TV that, been, <laughs> TV that I've been missing um trying I'm gonna try and clear like The Last of Us and a couple of other things like the Blue Eyed Samurai. I think I think you've watched um uh, Do you know I haven't even watched that yet. But, oh you haven't? I thought you had. No, man. no, um, so
1: yeah, we could watch it.
0: Uh I'm gonna catch up on Halo so I can cancel my um subscription because I did a seven day free trial even though I know it's not. well for Paramount but, Plus, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not like literally, I'm not paying for it just for Halo. I'll find other ways to watch Halo. Nah, uh, no, I think exactly. there's about four episodes. I know you've watched it, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, I might. I uh, I've I've been banging out Yu-Gi-Oh again. Um, obviously it's just, it's just reset ranks, but I'm not on a regular basis getting to plat. Um, I created mm-hmm. a, a new spellbook deck that I'm really enjoying and really clamping people with. Um, All right. I need to like learn about it a bit more. And then I might need to watch a YouTube video to understand how to use some of the other cards um, mm. to like really make it OP. But yeah, I'm having a, right. I'm having a lot of fun clamping people online. Um, so
1: what I'm doing is that I've got I got the Yu-Gi-Oh game on the Switch, so I've been playing that every now and again. But it's good because it's got tutorials, so I actually know how to use X, Y, Z summoning, how to oh, use uh, that, synchro summoning, and all that as well. So mm. I think it's really good because I think the one thing that I mean, I know the online the one that you play has got tutorials and stuff, right? But I still need, like, decks and things to practice with and all that stuff, yeah. which the game which the game provides. Mm-hmm. I can sort of see which cards are synchro cards. Um, I sort of build up my decks based on that. So mm. um, it's, it's a really good game. Um, yeah, really good game. It takes you through um, all the Yu-Gi-Oh arcs, not every single battle, but it takes you through all the Yu-Gi-Oh arcs, I guess, yeah. the, main, the main battles that um, they have. Um, no fillers, so nothing like that cyber world um thing that they had in Yu-Gi-Oh or the dice monsters. We'll talk about early Yu-Gi-Oh! Um before GX. So um yeah, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm currently playing as well from time to time.
0: Nice, nice. oh right. Um I'm not gonna go too much into the first thing. I I, I just happened to be on um Amazon Prime. Um mm-hmm. I think it's because after we watched underdogs, I was like, Oh no kind of like, that's what it is i signed up for a free trial for paramount plus to watch halo and obviously um all the south park movies are on there um because mm-hmm. they've moved that away from amazon so i was like you know what let me um watch them because i think the only one i'd watched before that was um south park post covid um yeah just recently not recently i think they just um you know maybe a couple of months ago dropped a new one called uh, not Suitable for children um, mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, what, let me just watch all of them, They're about 40 minutes to an hour. Let me just watch all of them and refresh my memory and give them a review. So uh, I'm going to, again, go through it very quickly. Uh, Not Zuba for Children, I give that a three piece. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was entertaining enough.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, right, I'll i finish. I'll, I'll jump in. Oh, no,
0: a <laughs> on. on. What was your review of Not super for Children?
1: Um, I enjoyed it. South Park always has, like, a story to tell. Um so I guess for not super for children, it was all about um, using, I guess, influ- influencer um, products. Mm-hmm. In this case, it was Cred, which is heavily um, designed after Prime, which yeah. is what Logan which Logan Paul and uh, KSI's drink. Or maybe just KSI's drink. I don't uh, know.
0: It's worth it. I, yeah. I,
1: I, I don't drink it. All right. Um, and in one of the scenes, right, there's a riot in the in the shop, right? And that's that's basically um based off of, based off of Kai Sinet's, um um thing where he was trying to do free giveaways of I think it was PlayStation 5s and Xboxes and stuff like that, and they just made a massive riot in um I can't remember whether it was I in think, New York or the New case York.
0: was. I think it was New York.
1: Um Yeah, so that was there. And I guess there's also, um, I'm just going to out a few points, but I'll bring them together. Um, There's also, you know, parents having a parent-teacher conference, whatever the case is, where they're talking about um, a parent doing OnlyFans um, and how the parents were so mad at the OnlyFans stuff, but the kids were like, oh, fair enough, but my teacher did that, but I don't really care. I just, yeah. wanna, I just care about Cred, which is the South Park of Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, all in all, it basically shows that for parents they focused on issues that don't really affect the kids mm-hmm. so their main focus was only fans um which of course you need to have i think you need to have your own like um especially in the u.s you need to have your own like credit card or stuff like that in order to um access it you told to be over 18 all that stuff you need to give out actual um information they wouldn't have unless you were an adult right mm-hmm. to um to access it um so I mean, so basically, parents sit on themselves as well because why would the parents have be only fans too? Um, yeah. but also the main point is that it's not you know teachers on um only fans doing whatever the case is, right? But actually, it's the influencers in. In society that are actually influenced by your kids. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could look at, say, people that do pranks and, you know, people or kids then doing pranks and getting into trouble with others. Um, people being threatened with guns because they've pissed off the wrong person, that kind of thing. People getting beaten up because, because they've done the same thing. Um, you see, um, kids gravitating towards people like, um, Andrew Tate. Um, whether you think of the guy, I personally like the guy, but whether you think of Andrew Tate, you've got kids that are, you know, that, sort of bring on that persona mm-hmm. um, or or th- or treat people that in, in the same way as, as uh, he does or they model themselves after Andrew Tate basically and those other people so that's the real issue basically I think is what South- this episode of South Park was pointed out like alright fair kids are going to be kids they're going to see whatever watch whatever but actually what's important to them them being you know accepted by their friends or you know them knowing that a teacher of theirs was uh, my OnlyFans you know yeah. Doing adult content Only fans Yeah So that was it basically Um I give it I give it a half chicken I think it was I think it was a good episode All the same Um But just one of those That South Park brings things To the forefront In my opinion mm.
0: Yeah No I hear that <clears throat> Um I gave that one a free piece Uh Trying to find where my mouse is oh, There we go Um mm. Uh South Park post COVID That was the first TV movie That they did I give that one a whole chicken That one still holds up for me Really enjoyable episode Um Post-COVID returns, I give that a free piece. Um, the Stream Awards, I give that one a free piece as well. Yeah, Stream
1: uh, wars was good. I really enjoy Stream wars. I think they just told you about how streaming services operate. Um, not just streaming services for, um, say, Netflix, Disney, Plus etc but actually um, um, streamers in a sense of the network providers and what they push forward and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, that, was, that was a nice way of uh, doing that. That I give a 3 piece.
0: Uh, the Stream wars part two, I give that a whole chicken. Uh, really enjoyed the episode, and then uh, joining the Panda Verse. Uh, the opening sequence was exceptionally funny, uh, but overall, yeah. over, overall, I give that free piece.
1: I give um, a three piece as well. Pandaverse is, is literally what it's basically commenting on. I guess ne- not just Netflix, but also Disney Plus and how they, um, I guess, race swap, gender swap, and try to make characters yeah, yeah. more appealable to people by the ends of just flopping anyway.
0: And the, the, uh, the and the wokeism, as 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 they would say, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's all the South Parks. Um, Fun as always, you know, good television. Uh, over, if I had to put them all together in one collective bubble, it's uh, a free piece um, mm-hmm. I started the episode without even telling you what our rating system is, so I'm now going to recap very quickly, <laughs> quickly for you right now. So we at Blurz Ross have a very unique rating system. If we think something's absolutely dead, don't waste your time. It gets bones. The example is a quarter chicken, a free. Uh, ooh, skip one there. Let's oh, start dear. again. I had to cough as well. <coughs> Sorry about that. Alright, first up, bones. If something is dead, don't go waste your time. It gets the bones. Next up is a corn cool chicken. Then if it's the middle of the road, it gets a half chicken. Next up is a free piece And if it's a creme de la creme, it gets a whole chicken. So that's our rating system. Alright, the next thing I want to talk to you about uh, is Avatar The Last Embedder, the 2024 TV v series uh, on Netflix. So, mm-hmm. Avatar is an American fantasy drama television series developed by Albert Kim for Netflix. It is the live action adaptation of the animated series of the same name, created by Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Kunitsu. Koneck, wow, that was terrible. Uh, for Nickelodeon. Uh, the series features assembled cast, including Gordon Cormier, Kiyu Wenty, Ian Osley, Dallas Liu, Paul Song Hing Lee, Ken Lung, and Daniel Day Kim. Mm-hmm. Right. Straight to the bat, I am giving this a free piece. Um, I feel like for me, when it comes to something that I really like and like, I feel like I really know, I am a lot more critical of it. I am the same, and I am not, <laughs> and I am not as lenient at certain things. So I think if this was, if I didn't have such high expectations for this, especially after the level of quality we got for the one piece live action, um. I think I might have scored this a little bit higher yeah I, I I, think some of the things that I didn't like are very nitpicky and I I, I know you know that shouldn't hold me back but unfortunately it does in it um mm-hmm. I thought and again I've been chatting to you in the group and I've been chatting to some of my friends over in America um and I'm sorry if this is gonna come across very sexist um I felt <laughs> but you're gonna say it anyway I'm, yeah I'm gonna say it anyway yeah I felt like all the male casting was done very well and was very close to how they were portrayed in the cartoon. Um, mm. I felt that a lot of the female casters, unfortunately in terms of the visual look wasn't good enough. Yeah. They nailed all the um, uh, mannerisms and like the feel of the characters like that that stuff there. Yeah. They, they got it down. Yeah. but I felt like a lot of the characters because they and this is where it's very tough. Yeah. I think because they went for like in terms of accuracy and hiring like younger actors because like in the cartoons like they're like 14 and 16. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're kids mm-hmm. in a sense, isn't it? So to get yeah. actors that look like them and also have to have that young look, you've kind of got um, got to get young people, so to speak. Um, and unfortunately, in my opinion, you know, that meant that some of the cast like um, Azula, her mannerism, fantastic. Uh, her character, uh, a little bit off. um Lee was good, but um, is it is it Mai? Mai I yeah. think Mai was off. Um, I f- I you, f- didn't,
1: you didn't like Mai for one reason. I right? reckon because of how she looks, rather than what she, how she was portrayed.
0: Yeah, but I, I still didn't get that dark. You know, because she was like a goth chick, innit?
1: She's a goth chick. Yeah. I never
0: really got that like that dark gothy vibe. If that makes sense, that makes sense. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought Daniel Day Kim as Fire Lord Ozo was actually very well cast and he 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 played shitbag dad so well like I forgot how much of a shitbag of a dad um uh, Ozai was you know until I watched <laughs> this and I was like oh my gosh you have got this down perfect um now another reason why I gave this one a, 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 a little bit of a knockdown I am mm-hmm. not someone here that is can generally um notice bad C- CGI I'm normally quite like, oh yeah, that CGI is fine. And everyone was like, bro, that CGI was trash. Like, i was like, what are you talking about? That was fine. That was good. Yeah. I there was certain scenes and certain spots here. I noticed the bad CGI in it. And I was like, Oh. Certain points it was good, certain points was very spotty. Um what's so, what's
1: the cake is that an example you have?
0: Um so one prime example I have, I have a couple in my head. One prime example is that that female assassin. Um mm. uh uh what's what's her name? Not assassin a hunter she, could, like, she was like a seeker yeah yeah when she jumped off the the beast yeah it looked it looked so fake like it looked ah oh, awful CJ. Yeah. and then um shout out to um james from nerds yeah he said that some of the reasons why sometimes you might think the cj looks a bit shoddy is that they use the same um i want to say it's called the wall the same stage thing that they use to um Uh, film the mandalorian and the disney star wars stuff so that's why Mm. it may look not as great as you want it to look um yeah but yeah so that's another reason i took the points of it but in terms of like you know taking so initially i was very annoyed that they changed certain things in it yeah Mm. and james was like nah he doesn't mind it too much and after i got like to the end i was like you know what If this kind of does the similar thing that the live action definitely did yeah, which was absolutely garbage, but it gets people to go back and watch um, the original stuff again, I'm going to be like quite happy in it because we're getting almost an avatar resurgence. I think later this year, I think we're getting, uh, we're finally getting a book four. And I Mm -hmm. think also in early 2025, we're getting um, another movie based in the avatar universe. Um, so the fact that we're getting more avatar content, like, and this is, hope, is, is so far looks like it's doing well, can only be a, a plus for me, in it. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm impressed with what they've done. Uh, I look forward to them doing a book two. Um, I will at some point be going back and watching uh, the animated one again, uh, and you know reliving this as my childhood and getting my joy back for that. Um, yeah, what what some of your thoughts, some of your opinions and what is your reign i believe your reign is a three piece as well
1: yeah my race is definitely a three piece um i agree with some of the things you said um i think the male characters are done very well um for example when we look at um in is it ian i don't know how to pronounce the surname it's either Ousley or Usley um I, the person I, I said, who portrays i said Usley it's, okay, the person portrays uh, soccer. I mm. think it's soccer is down to a T. Um, uh-huh. Very goofy um, at times, um,
0: and he's got the jaw as well. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's got the jaw, fam. <laughs> oh my, that is a strong jaw. Like uh, if they need to cast someone for the crimson crimson, crimson chin. Yeah, they, chin they should give him you. that job because boy, that chin is strong.
1: Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But he plays soccer very well. Um... I think the, I think he was made for the role. To be fair, mm. um, like he embodies everything soccer is—the the sarcasm at times, the the goofiness the, or comedic uh, relief at times, um, and then the way he even he he even portrays soccer when he does, you know, when you know, um, if you see that soccer's a strategist, right? Like you can tell that he he's able to portray all those things about soccer very well, in my opinion, um. I also like um Aang's uh portrayal. I think um uh, he's portrayed by Gordon Cor th- Americans say Cormier. I don't have surprises it. either Cormier or Cormier. Either way. Um his portrayal of Aang is, is is good as well. Um one thing I would say about his Aang is that I think Aang is still a bit too serious at times, whereas in the animator series, he was more fun. um fun and goofy as well, because he's only a 12-year-old kid, so I understand him being the avatar and everything for like that. He has his weight on his shoulders, but in the animation in the animated series, the reason why I like that portrayal better is because he still wants to have fun and wants to unwind. He doesn't always want to be thinking about, you know, taking on the Fire Lord. He just wants to, you know, go go ride some giant koi and all that stuff. Um do goofy things. Um, so I would I would have loved to see him do more goofy stuff in yeah. the series, but I'll I understand that it's it's like twenty ish, twenty four episodes that they have to condense into eight episodes. Mm-hmm. So maybe they forgo those goofy bits, but yeah, they,
0: um, they took it a little so bit more see, serious.
1: Mm. Yeah, but you do see elements of it, especially when he meets King Boomy. um by the way, guys, spoilers ahead for everything, <laughs> uh, just so you know. Before I say anything else, um, spoilers, 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 um. I do like um I think unlike you, I do like my so I say I I say I'm not bothered by my and Tylee's um actresses. No, Ty, 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 because, was,
0: Ty was fine. Tylee was fine.
1: Um purely because I think we haven't seen enough of them and we, and to be fair, we don't see enough of them until, you know, later down the line, so in the upcoming series of things, um we will definitely be seeing more of them, especially when they get to the Fire Nation type stuff. Mm-hmm. But for now, I think the portrayals are fine. We may see... And the way I've taken it is that in the original series, we're not even introduced to Azula and all this and, and them until much later yeah. in the series, right? Mm-hmm. So I think all this, for especially for these characters, is just a precursor, just so that we know that, you know, this is how they are. Maybe in the future, they will become more of their animate more of their animated counterparts in Mm -hmm. sense of uh, personality um what so right now the the characters i'm struggling with are azula because Mm -hmm. i know that they've tried to portray her to be um someone who is scheming um she's also a a top strategist Mm um she also she's also able to um you know have this air of command around her but i'm not i'm just not getting that from um elizabeth Hughes portrayal of her um it feels like the character is also very much um i guess limited by by um fire Lord ozai um because in a series, right, we do see Fire Lord Ozai every now and again. But in fact, even um, Daniel Day-Kames uh, Ozai, he's a bit more present um, in the series. Whereas in the animated series, he's not. That's not really the case. Um, you see more than, of, of course, we get to say Book Five, sorry, Book Four and things like that. Um, but I don't think we need to see him so much. Mm. I, 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 it, it sort of breaks the the I think, the, I, the aura I, the aura around the character yeah. because you know he's, 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 he's a, now some
0: sort gone i think because he's such a big name you've got a kind you can't just have him in like one second scene does that make sense
1: i get it but i don't i i, I understand what you're saying mm-hmm. but i think sometimes for a big bad i'll give an example when it came to thanos right and we knew Thanos was gonna be the big bad in um in the mcu right the fact that we only saw glimpses of him and we saw this massive army behind him showed us, you know, he was going to be the end bad guy. And it was later on that we saw just how much of a bad guy he he was. So the same thing could have happened to um, this portrayal of Fire Lord Ozai. And even, not, not even the portrayal by Daniel Day came especially, but it's just the, specifically I should say, it's just how they introduced him to us, right? Mm. That's, that's That's what I'm getting at. So now this this air around him where, you know, he is the Fire Lord, um, you know, he is supposed to be this absolutely ruthless person, this, that, and the other. It just comes across now as, yes, he's all those things, but to a lesser ex- is, but it's done to a lesser extent or has a lesser impact for me. And I think with Azula's character, it sort of drowns her character out a bit. I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've yet to see... Azula, I think to myself, <clears> oh wow, like things about to get fucked up. Do you know I mean like shit's about to go down? Anytime I see, I think she's trying hard for daddy's attention. And in the animated series, I didn't think that she was trying hard for daddy's attention. Mm. I think, yes, she loves her dad, but at the same time, she has her own aspirations. Yeah. And, you know, she could go out and do things by herself. The, bit, the fact that, you know, she's being tested in this live action series, she's being tested uh, every so often to, you know, Defeats uh, earthbenders waterbenders xyz blah, blah blah just constant tests um yeah. i understand the point mm-hmm. at the same time i just feel like her character is not being allowed to grow and develop i mean you know yeah um, do, do, away away from the fire lord if I, that makes sense
0: i do agree with you but i actually kind of liked seeing a slightly different motivation for azula and then, mm-hmm. obviously, later on, we can almost um, uh, what's the word? We can see more of her descent into madness.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I think I think her descent to madness was was by her own aspirations rather than her her wanting to please her father. I think because of what she did and who she was, her father was pleased with her regardless. So I don't see the need for this version of Azula to be fighting for that, for her dad's attention. The dad already likes her in the first place. Do you know what I mean? Mm. She, I mean, I think in the TV series he even said that um, he would have preferred if, if, if uh, she was born a son to him or something like that. Right. So I want to see more of that and him just going, I trust you. You go do whatever you do. Right. Mm. That's what I'm to see from, from, from the man that it's not, that's currently not happening. Um. So diving into my notes. Um, I let's see where are they Bosch.
0: Um,
1: I think I think the bending is spot on. Um, mm-hmm. Like 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 you, there are a few times that the CGI is a bit janky, but I really only noticed it when we saw June come off of her. Um, I can't remember the name of the beast that she's riding.
0: Yeah, that's um, the scene that I was referring to. Yeah,
1: yeah. So there's that one, and the other one was where you see Katara fight against. Um, uh, Oh, the water, the water bending master. and oh, p- um, again. P- his pico. P- p- yeah.
0: Pico. Nah. Paku. Master p- p- Paku. Pakun.
1: P- <laughs> I don't know. Yeah.
0: That's, yeah. Go.
1: Um. So, I, I, I thought that when, especially when she was, you know, um, sort of surfing her ice, her ice. Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry. Creation.
0: P- Paku. Paku. All right. There
1: you go. So, when she was surfing her ice creation or whatever it was, right. Mm. Um. That felt a bit janky to me. It felt like she did it and then she was being pulled into it rather rather than or pulled onto it rather than it being sort of like uh, she runs, she creates it, and then she slides on it, that makes sense. It felt like there was a bit of um momentum like picked up from nowhere and just felt a bit off to me. Um other than that, um the Bending in general, I think, is very good. Um, I like the portrayal of air. Obviously, we can't see air, we only see you know, pop dust particles picked up. But the way they've done air is that obviously they showed the lines that represent air and that kind of thing. I think that's done really well. Mm-hmm. Fire bending is absolutely awesome to see. Um, and just the various applications of fire bending. Um, it's so when Susan's comment was there, uh, followed, um, uh was not as was I was the, uh,
0: uh, yeah
1: final season yeah, Sousa, Sousa, yeah Sousa, Sousa. he was able to um um you know use that that rocket powered uh ability so basically shooting fire from his feet to propel himself up and stuff like that um and being able to um you know fight on a level with uh, a master airbender. Yeah. Um so I think that so I think the bending's done very well. Earth bending looks sick as well. Um yeah. And all these right, are just massive upgrades from M. Night Shyamalan's... Um, we don't talk about that movie! Uh, uh, we don't avatar. talk about that movie! <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Basically, the reason I, I know man, <laughs> right, the reason why I'm bringing it up is so that this this is how you show an appreciation for an, for an animation, do you know what I mean? This yeah, is how... Yeah, yeah. You do it. You don't just say I'm going to do something and then you half arse it because I thought it was massively half-assed. It was yeah. absolute. It was bones. Right? <laughs> worse, worse than bones. It was like bones that you know, dog that <laughs> was you know, had chewed up and was <laughs> done with it. And that's just the end. Of it. That's how shit it was. Yeah. So really liking the bend in here. Um, I noticed that in episode two, especially um, soccer being taught by Suki would have been more impactful if he was humbled because in the animated series. Um,
0: I think they, t- I think they tried to, but they didn't show it well enough. They could have done a lot more with the humbling of Saka, but that's why they said that they were gonna take away, um, how sexist of a character he was because they didn't lean into mm. him being like, I'm a man, so I'm obviously much stronger and much better. of a warrior than you. They didn't lean into the aspect of it.
1: See, for me, right, there's two ways to humble someone. Either someone is, um, or oh, humble uh, soccer. Right, one was which I prefer, which was in the animated series where we know sex is because the water tribe itself um, is 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 sexist. It doesn't allow for women to do certain things. It doesn't mm-hmm. allow for women to be warriors or benders, um, especially when it comes to fighting. It's more healing and soothing type things. Yeah. So I understand soccer's um, thinking or because of because of that upbringing, but that would been. Played that would have been done so well, I think impacted better if he'd carried that and then being defeated by the Kyoshi warriors and then you know having to say having to beg for for them to train because they, yeah. he, he realizes clearly they are better than mm-hmm. than him, irrespective of the fact that they are female. Yeah, um, and. In the an animated series, he even says that I can't believe I've just I can't believe I've lost a bunch of girls and that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So in that animated series, right, he also has to wear the Kyoshi Warriors makeup and the and the outfit as well. So it's it's maybe it's not to really humiliate him. I mean he did he did feel humiliated to begin with, but then he took it in a stride. I think that would be nice to see here as well. Mm. Um Michael you know because they've taken that element out of it why they they chose to go down this route so the next thing I was going to say is that if he's a proud warrior he thinks no person can beat me mm-hmm. even though you know um, Zuko like disaster when he landed in the in the um, Southern Water Tribe yeah he could still say, "Okay, cool. He's a fire bender, or he is a bender. So of course he's gonna be, he's gonna have some sort of advantage over me. So any other person who is not a bender, I should be, able to take, uh, should be able to beat them. You know, if he had that pride, then it was crushed. Two, uh, but I think cool, that would have been be fine. But that wasn't the case either. So mm-hmm. it was just very murky in that aspect as to, you know, why he would have needed the Kyoshi warriors to train him, um, and Suki to train him." Um, but that's what I'll say on that, um, because later on we do see actually um, the Northern Water Tribe, you know, enacting um, just how uh, different it is to be a uh, uh, male, and female in their in their culture. Yeah. Um, what I didn't like in this series was that um, it was not, not so much um, it's not so much bad, but it's something that stuck out to me. So, um, I can't remember what episode it was, but. Before they got to the water, um to the Northern Water Tribe, Aang's reasoning for going there was that he used to warn the Water Tribe about the impending danger of the Fire Nation, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine, but I think in the animated series, it's because he needed to find himself a water bending master. Yeah, him and Katara was bending master. So if he if he'd said, "Cool, I need to learn the four elements anyway." I need to find a water bending master. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's go to Northern temple. Oh, it turns out that along the way, we've seen that the fire nation are a few days away blah, blah. Yeah. That would make more sense rather than to me anyway, that would make more sense rather than, Oh, we need to go find them because right now it just feels like him learning the, the elements or the, the rest of the elements. is like secondary on the list. He just needs to go. He's just now trying to warn everyone about the impending of fire nation, this, that, and the other. And, they haven't really said much about him having to learn to be a um to be the avatar learning or mastering all four elements. Mm. Um so that's something that I didn't like because right now as the Avatar, it's all well and good that he can tap into the Avatar State and you know bend all the four elements, but he's not a master. He's just, you know, having to rely on that. And I want to see him yeah. doing less of that and actually learn water bending. Um as he's supposed to be. As he's going there to actually get masters of those elements to teach him to to to, uh, to use them um so i think the original series definitely did the animated series definitely did it better mm-hmm. um let's see um so i think i said this already but i think maybe this season especially for my Taily and azula is that that is just that they're building them up so maybe in the later seasons we'll see them a few times but we'll see how they end up infiltrating the um, infiltrating Ba and that kind of thing um, so looking forward to that and if that's actually true if that's going to be the case um, it also feels like Azula is younger than, than Zuko in, in this series I'm not, I'm not sure if it's she, um, she is younger. maybe just the way they look
0: She's meant to, I, I'm pretty sure she's
1: two years younger than him Okay, cool. I also thought she was the older sibling, but maybe uh, maybe she's the younger sibling, it's, but it's because, because she, he's, she's She's the younger
0: sibling, but because she's, like, so much more driven than he is... Yeah, you know,
1: that's why it comes yeah. To she she so, She's definitely more mature than, than than Zuko in that
0: aspect, for yeah. sure. Because she's 14, and Zuko, hmm. I believe, is 16. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so, yeah. Okay, she's, that's, she, that's, that's, fair,
1: she's, that's fine. She's then. 14, Zuko's 16. Yeah, all right. all right. That's good then, cool. Um... When they got to the Northern tribe as well, and, you know, um, uh, Katara, you know, proved her point that she's also a very good um, uh, water, water waterbender. Yeah. When it came to that fight, Princess Yue was getting involved in the fight. I was thinking to myself, Princess Yue, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I mean, she's, I don't think she has any combat experience or anything like that. I don't think she can even bend, to be fair. Um, but she was sort of, getting herself involved in the action not that she did much but it just felt off to me that she had to be in those scenes as well um Mm. i thought she would i thought i thought it'd be best for her to run off somewhere because she's useless in that environment (laughs)
0: other
1: other, other, literally she's using that environment other than helping people who are wounded or something like that to safety or helping kids and and the elderly to safety or something like that Mm. Um yeah i think over, overall it's 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 really good um especially with the fact that i mean like I said, i've already given it a three-piece but um just lastly um i really like the conversations that avatar sorry that ang has with, with his previous avatars um because the running theme especially towards the end of the animated series was that um a lot of the avatars were telling him to kill uh fire lord ozai yeah. Yet, in the end, he didn't do that. He just took away his bending, right? Mm -hmm. So, the conversations now are good because it shows you the state of mind that those avatars, those previous avatars were in. So, if you look at Avatar Kyoshi, she very very much lived in a time of war. Mm -hmm. Um, First, she grew up normally and this, that, and the other. But she was was living in a time of war. Because of that, she has a very hardened view on life, which is to kill or be killed 100%. right so i completely understand that yeah, when you look warrior. At, yeah exactly we look at avatar kurok um his battles with the spirit world right so again he's coming from a place of full detachments from the from the, from the real world um focusing more on the spirit world and those kind of demons as well so again those two things don't really sit with angles again every avatar is their own person and Ang right now, especially being from the air, from the, uh, especially being air, airbender and from the air temples, he is a pacifist. So these are not viable options for him to, to use. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the theme that, you know, various avatars are pulling him, swaying him away from his own um, beliefs. I think it's a, it's a theme that needs to continue. Um, so I think I say yeah, um, I, th- I, th- I think I think they've, they've they've done a good job with it. I just want to see that I want to see them continuing doing that yeah. basically. Um, I just hope last- we, I, just, sorry,
0: I, I just I'm gonna let you finish, but I just hope we don't have to wait like three years for book two. Like literally, give us book two. So drop one piece either later this year or mm-hmm. next year, and then drop uh, Avatar like the following year, like winter time. Mm-hmm. Like, don't make us wait three, four years for the seat for that for the rest of this this, this show. And Netflix, mm. don't cancel it. Like, don't dick tease us. Don't star us. Give something good and then take it away from us. Like, it's free yeah, books. 100%. It's twenty four episodes. Just give us the twenty four episodes and it can be done. And if you really want to, you could continue and give us a book four. Like, just don't just let it run its course and it. don't cancel it.
1: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um. And lastly, what I will say is that there, there were, there were quite a few changes to. Um, I say quite a few, but there were some changes to the to the live action series from the animation. For example, Jet, we don't see, we don't see Jet when he's um with the. Oh, I think King King Boomy's Earth um kingdom. Uh, for lack of a better word, I can't, remember, I can't remember which one um I'm, I'm they must, went to. I must you. Um, oh, that's O-Mashu, it. Say, O-Mashu. So we 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 actually saw him say. So they sort of brought him forward, which isn't bad. It's just yeah. a change that I noticed. Um, there are quite a few. Uh, there are other changes that we've already we've already touched upon as well. Um, and one thing I wish I saw was when was the invasion of the air kingdom, uh, or the air temples, where you saw those massive tanks scaling the walls. I mm-hmm. thought that was well, that was pretty cool to to see. I'd love to see it here, but I like I like the twist to it rather than I'm sure it's a budgeting thing too. But rather than doing that they used they just use those as comments to um propel them upwards so that was getting itself but um yeah i thought i thought it was worth mentioning yeah now my only question is um from what i've seen so far and knowing that the original creators or i guess the people who created helped create the animated series but it was supposed to do a story stuff they left also they left the yeah, there was production
0: th- team. there was um oh, what what did they say? Some creative differences um yeah happened, so they left the a thing. And and I can see again if you're a purist, yeah, and you're wanting mm-hmm. in a sense a shot for shot adaptation, then some of the changes, some of the things that they've done differently to make it, I guess, more platable, uh, palatable, Pal-
1: palatable, palatable.
0: Thank you very much for live action. You're gonna be yeah. upset with, do you know what I mean? So Yeah, but
1: mm. it's within reason though, I think, because if you did like I said with the um One Piece live action, mm-hmm. if they were to do a like for like comparison, the budgets would have been in the billions, do you know what I mean? I yeah, think but it would I think, the same I deal think as well. That's
0: slightly different though, because One Piece is like a thousand and six hundred and seventy-nine episodes.
1: It yeah. doesn't matter. Scenes yeah. are scene. If they were to do like yeah, for no, like, I that's think, what they have to do. I, I even, thought, if you, even if you condense it, because they did condense um um first season anyway so um,
0: i i think it's slightly different when there's oh, like the a thousand arc. episodes and they they've gotten 61 well not 61 episodes i think book one's maybe 20 episodes they've got mm-hmm. 20 episodes into eight episodes i think that's a very well done way of doing it they've got the i
1: i think so too yeah. i think so too which i'll just asking. it for now i know the created. i know besides the creative differences there's not much else i can see wrong with, no. with what they've done so far in Avatar.
0: Well, let's just so hope that they that's not to, to read that, into. Yeah, let's just hope that they continue on that progress of like.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Because yeah. can you imagine if like talks of season two and then you know they have revealed their plans for season two and season two is an absolute mess? Then mm. yes, yeah, so I'll be like, yeah, this is why they left the show. Um, for but for now, very good um live action ad- adaptation um of book one. Um, yeah, definitely check out the live action now to our last End vendor. Nice,
0: nice. Um, I'm not going to talk too much about this until we get to the finale but just want to keep people in uh, in mind uh, Bad Batch season 3 is out on Disney Plus oh yeah um, oh, um, the recap episode wasn't great uh, not the recap episode, the recap at the beginning of season 3 wasn't great so I actually went back and watched the last episode of season 2 and watching that last episode kind of made me remember everything that happened in season two and like the the memories came flooding back so that was pretty mm-hmm. good um I thought episode two was very good I thought episode two was meh and then episode mm-hmm. three and four were very good so right now I'm sitting at a free piece for Bad Batch um I'm enjoying having the guys back together uh, I'm liking the like almost darker story that they're alluding to um mm-hmm. so I'm looking forward to see where it goes uh Four episodes in. Where would you
1: rate it? I I give it a three piece as well. Okay. Um, what well, what I love about Bad Batch and also the Clone Wars is the fact that you see more of what actually happens, all the plays behind the scenes, um, all the devastation caused by the Empire. Well, later the Empire, but between both the Republic and the Separatists, um, under you know the 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 Droid armies as well. Um, I think all that is just really good. So there's just another layer of it that we haven't seen, especially on the treatments of the clones, um, and how they were either decommissioned or put into other stations to be used. And then later on, um, you know, completely abandoned. I think the clones under, um, Darth Vader still carried on for quite some time. Um, and they too were then replaced, um, they'll still the, the original 501st, um, and it sucks that we haven't seen it yet but i really wanted to see the battle of Camino. um but it looks like they've they've uh, removed that from the i don't know if, if that's still canon or what but it seems like they've, they've removed that and that's when you had um on Camino, um you had the clones with the clone facility mm-hmm. still in their phase probably a phase two armor versus the 501st um with their um, empire armor and seeing that massive battle unfold, unfold, sorry, that was yeah, that was something in, in uh, legends I would have loved to have seen. Um, but no, they skipped over it, which isn't too bad. Um what I liked about so episode four, um we saw Felix Shand. Um Felix Shand is a character um that debuted in The Mandalorian So before that she didn't really have a past in anything else, but we get to see her in episode four. Mm-hmm. Um so that, that was pretty cool to see. Um and also when it came to the experiments that we saw, I think it was in episode three um, what that a, what we saw.
0: They were testing the blood.
1: They're not just testing the blood. I'll come to that in a second, mm. but not just testing the blood, but also the various creatures that they sort of were working on and things like that. Right. So in an abandoned facility, there were these vines and these vines were moving and trying to seek out people to like eat basically. Yeah. Um, so, I, in my for the life, I was trying to figure out what the hell it was until they escaped the planet. And then I realized, ah, it's a Sarlacc. Yeah. And, of course, for people that don't know what Sarlaccs are, they're the massive, if you um, remember. I, thought they, were um, I, only, think I was... thought they were
0: only on Tatooine, though.
1: Yeah, so did I. But, it, I mean, I guess pretty much they could just dig themselves a massive hole and stay in it. But mm. this was also this was also genetically engineered for um a forest type environment so i i I think that's what it did i think they took out a sarlacc maybe a a baby sarlacc or something like that experimented on it um and then chucked it into the forest um so that was really good to see Mm -hmm. and also knowing more about um um oh what's the name again (laughs) omega um, Omega. Omega. Yeah. yeah. So no no more Omega, however she the the name. So no more about um, Omega. Um, the fact that it's found that her blood has a high M count. Uh, so amongst clones, I think there are only a handful of clones that had, um, that had the ability to use the force basically. Mm-hmm. M count is the midichlorian counts. Um, so of course we now know that the whole reason for Omega was that she was part of experiments to, um, be able to successfully transfer, um, midi into another host in order for him to be able to use the force. And I think this is leading down to when Chancellor Charles Palpatine has various clones of himself, um, something that he could pass his memories onto mm-hmm. in order and 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 just, just still have a high midi count to be able to um to use the force to the extent yeah. that he wants to, um. Because his body's all corrupted and destroyed, obviously, from um, the ending of um, episode six. So, this is what these experiments are for. Um, so, we now know the value of Omega. Um, I always thought it'd be something like that. Either she was force sensitive, but what exactly that's built for her. Um, I, I guess she can't use the force necessarily, but she, she is an empath, which I think is um, a part of the force. Um, she's very much able to. Make new friends, um, relate to people, that yeah. kind of thing. So I high, think that's a side effect for, of it. A
0: high affinity for the Force.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. High affinity for the Force, but that's the same. She can, she can use it. No, fair. Um, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what happens later on. Maybe she can, but mm-hmm. yeah. Right now, I'm still enjoying the Bad Batch uh, series. So yeah. yeah, still a three piece from me. Nice, good,
0: good, good, good. All right. Um. So I kind of like did a double feature on this next thing. Uh, I'm going to talk about. Um, Netflix finally dropped code 8 um, part mm. 2 um, and it, <clears throat> sorry I think the first one uh, was okay the first one was in 2019 so it's been obviously mm-hmm. 5 years so I thought I remember enjoying it I remember you know really liking it I don't think I gave it a whole chicken but I was like let me re-watch it and then watch this part 2 I'm kind of kind of glad I did because um, it was nice watching part 1, uh, part 1 gets mm-hmm. a free piece um, I feel Let me go uh, part, Code 8 um, Pretty good cast The cast was quite stacked For the first one um, Sung Kangu played Officer Park um, I don't know If people have seen Videos on Facebook He's been recently Being claimed By the black community um, because <laughs> For why? So his basically his stepdad was black, and he was, and he's like, oh. like stepdad from like eight years old. So he's basically been raised by a black father, and everyone's like, ah, oh, this is why I knew I liked him so much at faster than frills. This is why he gave off those cool vibes. This is why he could cool hang with the black people and like and 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 not feel out of place. So that 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 made me quite chuckle after. And then watching mm-hmm. it, I was like, you know what? Yeah, he's more than just his character from. Um, Fast and Furious. Like he's a good actor in his own right. Uh, but he didn't have a massive role in this movie, but I like what they did. And if they do a third one, which I doubt, it would like I would like for him to return because in uh part two he wasn't in it, and it was hinted that he died, which is a bit of shame. Um, yeah. From the first movie, I really liked how they killed the brawn guy. Um, he was like um a power enhancer. He was like basically bulletproof. Um. Mm-hmm where they put, like, a, a needle in his eye and then, like, punched him and electrocuted him from that. And then, obviously, that went through his body. That killed him. I thought that was a, a lovely touch. I quite enjoyed that. And um, the girl at the end, I really liked the take on her healing ability. So, uh-huh. it wasn't just that she healed and there was, lo- like, no repercussions She, in a sense, took, a po- she took on the injury. Now, I don't know mm-hmm. whether maybe, like, um, she healed herself over time. We never really got that reference, but in a sense if like it came across if she took away let's say cancer she got the cancer and she would die so I did really like that take um, so overall uh, I gave Code 8 Part 1 a free piece um, Code 8 Part 2 um, <clears throat> I give this one a free piece as well um, I really like seeing um, what do you call it um, Stephen Amell and Robbie Amell working together because they're, they're brothers in real life so it's mm-hmm. like they're not brothers in this year but like they're playing off each other very well and i really like yeah. that and i enjoyed their acting in this so um, did i i did find those robot do- robot dogs very um is it anxiety inducing is that the right word
1: yeah i i, I know what you mean yeah, they they they,
0: yeah. They, they 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 they're, they're creepy what, isn't? just just just, just menacing or... yeah and the way they were stalking that guy at the beginning you like like you mm. knew it was like for me anyway you knew that, that they weren't going to be um just for um, detaining people, you knew that they were going to be like killer dogs in the sense, isn't it? Like that was like so telegraphed. But even so knowing that that whole scene, chasing them down, him being a warehouse trying to avoid it. Like I said, for me, it was anxiety juicy, Like it it, it made me tense. It made me on edge, even though I knew what was coming. Yeah. Yeah. And also, as soon as I, we met the um, police officer. Yeah. I put in my notes, I am predicting that this cop is a powered individual. Yeah. And what what happens halfway what happens halfway through the movie, he's a powered individual. Um Yeah. I I I like this. Um, it's probably not gonna be for everyone, but I give this a free piece. Um I had fun with the the world that it said. It's like Mm -hmm. it's slightly different. It's not like your X Men universe. It's not like your other like um movies where they've, you know, given people superpowers. It's a little bit different and um yeah, I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah, for me, I found uh, I agree with you. Um, I think I still see X Men in this, to be fair, mm-hmm. because, um, but not to the same, not in the sense of you have a team of superpowered beings, blah blah. No, 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 not that at all. It's more the sense of how people, people with powers, are being treated, and how people without powers see them. So heavily policed. Um, every camera can detect that they are a powered being um over when you when you watch the film right at the beginning you hear people say things like you know how are we supposed to live when we know we're, we're constantly being watched and that kind of thing right so it 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 looks at the oppression of superpower beings and uh, the fact that in the first film you know you hear that um people with powers were working all these jobs and then because of automation and things like that they've now obviously they've, they've let go from the main workforce they down doing odd jobs here and there so X-Men does point to that as well The the stigma of being a mutant just how heavily policed they are there's there's a whole uh, mutant um, registry that people that people have are forced to do mm-hmm. um, and all that so you can kind of see it here I mean they, they have sentinels in in the X-Men
0: universe they and the um, oh, what are they called the big massive robot ones
1: um, G some things, right? Yeah, hold on, I'm gonna trap it out. I just move off
0: my notes on it.
1: Um, carry on. Um, so yeah, so yeah, this 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 film is very much like obviously different environment things of like that, but still very um very similar to to X Men in that aspect. Um, it was great to see St- Stephen um, Amell again because I've I, the role I remember him most from is the Arrow series. Yeah. Um, and then Robbie Amell um seen him in this um, in both Code 8 so I can't remember what other films I've seen of him but I have definitely seen him in other films and other productions I, I'm
0: pretty sure he's um, he's the main guy in um, what do you call it Upgrade
1: Ah, oh, right okay okay see what I mean Like I just I remember like, it, it goes back to back in the day right? I know we just saw the same actor over and over again we finally knew his name so for me it's like I just need to keep seeing him and then I'll finally remember his name but yeah Robbie Amell and Stephen Amell. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I like, I like, I like this um, this this film. Um, I think I'll give it a. I I, I give it a half chicken. I, I like it. Um, only thing for me is that it's it, it, it doesn't add anything new to this sort of um genre plotline where a person sees a corrupt cop do something, mm-hmm. corrupt cop then tries to kill them, and. You know, the a stranger or do good a nearby saves them and ends up saving the day and that kind of thing. Like that's that that's that that hasn't changed at all yeah. in you know for, for ages, now decades even. Um but it's still a very good watch. Um you know, the action that's in there, the dramatisations of certain bits, um all of the all of that is is, is it felt a bit gritty. Almost like I mean uh, <laughs> not as gritty as I say training day in that aspect, but just the, just the environment is gritty. If that makes sense. So I'm not saying that has, it's like a life for life with training day, but I'm just saying, just like I said, do you know what I'm trying to say now? Yeah, just yeah, the yeah. environment itself. The, the environment itself feels, feels gritty, feels a bit dirty, feels like there's this underlay tone of, like, um, I wouldn't go oppression, so like, yeah. like a Gotham type thing. I mean,
0: I was going to say like the goes isn't it? Like, they, yeah, they yeah exactly they, that. They have exactly that. Empowered people living in like, because I think they even said in like the beginning, like it's like um, out of the 8 percent of the population that are like superpowered, like seven mm. percent of them are living in like pov- below the poverty line.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: yeah I, I hear what you're saying about like the ghetto, the like underprivileged right, cool. um, society. Because even like the little girl, like her brother had to, in a sense, had to be a gangbanger because. That's how he was like paying for her education and paying for her books yeah. because you know yeah. he couldn't really get a proper job because as we saw in the first movie, um the powered individual could only really get like laboring jobs and they weren't really mm. allowed to be hired into like uh high paid jobs in society. Um, Even
1: as police officers, they can't they can't yeah. do that.
0: And that, and that's why like the, the the villain in this movie was like basically pretending to be normal because he knew yeah. that in a sense that if he didn't, he wouldn't be a police officer and he used that to his advantage. Now, what I would love to see, which I, well, maybe this is just me personally, would love to see is how many people on his team or on his paybook, yeah, were potentially Mm. powered individuals as well? That'd be interesting. Mm.
1: Yeah, because maybe they were all hiding their abilities, right? Yeah. Um, or, or or maybe it's because he did it so well that none of them are, are superpowered. I mean, it, it, it could go either way. Yeah.
0: Um
1: but but also just ha- but I reckon in a wider scope, how many more people have done what he's done and are in the police doing other things, do you know what I mean, in other mm-hmm. parts of, of that of of the country, which I'm yeah. assuming is the US. Yeah. Um I put I put in my notes that um Police outreach is important, but the Asian this is this is like literally early on into the into the film. Mm-hmm. Um police outreach is important, but the Asian police officer is like um it's uh an ethnic minority put there to placate the public edge use things that to the community that would be to their detriment, to their own detriment. Um so, so a bit of that obviously they they spoke about the humanoid uh robots and how they were seen as maybe too tough or um or you know, something that the public didn't want, so they end up introducing the canine dogs. I was like, okay, cool, what bullshit is this now? And it also turns out that canines, even though they said even though he said, you know, all oh, you have to do is pop your hands and nothing's gonna happen to you. It'll um it'll, you know, apprehend you, mm-hmm. um, obviously you had that hidden feature which was to inject uh people with with that uh with the psych drug and uh I mean, maybe it was a psych drug no it wasn't okay drug. It, was,
0: it was basically to make it look like they've overdosed on the uh, yeah um, the on, on,
1: on on psych yeah. yeah so you know poisoning them so that they died and then using it as a cover for forever else so again that was very very sinister so um again my intuition was not wrong there mm-hmm. um I don't think. I don't think. I mean, it would have taken one massive guess of said. Okay, he's definitely the bad guy here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I, like yeah.
0: I said, I, I for an, a a straight to Netflix movie, it was about mm. hundred and forty minutes long. I thought it was really well done. I I yeah. like this wouldn't have like done amazing in the box office, but like no, I wouldn't. I feel like it would have been worthy. If it was before the streaming wars and all that stuff, yeah, this is a sign that would have potentially got a cinematic release. I don't think this would have been something that would have gone straight to DVD. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it would, it would, if, yeah, back in the day, it would definitely got, uh, it was, like I said, before uh, streaming, yeah, it would definitely have had a cinematic release. Whether or not it would have done well would have been a different story. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, this is, this is good. This is good. Oh, and one last thing I said in my notes was... Um, was about uh, Pavani the girl. Well because often you have kids that don't shut up as well talk and you know shout stuff out and not realize this kind of situation they're in. And um Pavani was doing that to Connor and I said um in my notes, either you shut up and listen to the person trying to help you or hand yourself into the police that murdered your brother. That's like, what do you want. <laughs> do you I know yeah. mean you can't you can't yeah. have it both ways I, where I, I was you're the in a shit You know what I mean? You're in yeah. a shit you're already in a shit situation this person's trying to help you and you're trying to make it difficult. Oh, you don't know what you're doing. Well, bitch, you didn't ask to be in a situation. Mm-hmm. He's, helping, he's doing you a favour and helping you. So relax, figure it out together rather than being on his back and going, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Maybe, maybe, you know, you could say that potentially because kids view adults as always having the shit together, that maybe she's thinking... This adult should have his 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 shit together. Yeah. He should be able to know what to do in this cat kind of situation. Maybe he has contacts or something else. But it's like, no, he's just a guy. Just trying like, just try to figure life out after you know recently being released from prison and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, not that she knows that, but still, help him out. Sharp yeah. a little bit. Stop yeah. getting at him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's going for a lot of cut stuff. Cut him stuff, some still.
0: slack. Like, exactly. Cut that. him some slack. Like, yeah, no, I, I, I like I said, I, I like the interaction that them two had, because again, mm. not, no, no, sorry, not him. I mean, is it Connor? The bad, Connor, yeah. the, the bad one where she, he was like, oh, do you know what this is? And he's like, she was like, yeah, it's there. Like, he was like, listen, I'm 12. I'm not five years old. Like stop, like I did like, which was just like, basically stop shooting me like a dummy in it. Like I, 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 I get how yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. working it. So yeah, that, that, that was quite, cool. I, I like that aspect of things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's it for me mm-hmm. on, on, on um.
0: Code 8 part 2. All right. All right. Okay. So, um, this is a Rodimus recommendation. Um, I'm sorry we've not managed to get to your anime that you recommended us yet. We will do that at some point. Um, Yeah. But Rodimus recommended a film called Dog Soldiers. He says that it's his favorite. He's one of his favorite movies. So, I was like, alright, right, why not give us, let's give it a shot. Um, Yeah. So, whee. It is a <laughs> two... Dog yeah, do, do, do you know what it is? Yeah? I've heard of this movie, but I've never seen it. And I think I might have seen like a clip from this movie before. But again, okay. not seen it, yeah? Like, this movie is so English, yeah? Like, and, uh, it, it's on the same vein of like Snatch and Two Smoking Barrels. Like, it's yeah. such an English yeah. movie. Like, I don't know how well it like um relates to like international audiences because like mm. the slang, the stuff that they say, and the way it's shot, like everything about it, it just feels very British, isn't it? Do you know yeah, what but I mean?
1: Rod Rod loved it, so oh, yeah, no, <laughs> I, I
0: know, but like again, I'm just about, like the, the, the general population and like the other, yeah, exactly. like how, how, does it, how does yeah it how, how does it translate audiences to the are Yeah, British, because yeah. It's like talking about the football. Uh, some of the yeah. slang that was used uh, you know it's the some of the band are in a sense like like I said it's very British and it's also very of that time period do you know what I mean it's I mean,
1: very definitely, definitely. early
0: to, and Like I was like 12 13 years old but I can relate to like everything that there was being said because like I'm in a sense that was like where I'm hitting my, the majority of my growth in it so I, I yeah. know a lot of that time in it yeah um, so anyway Dog Soldiers is the movie that we're on about is a 2002 British action horror film written and directed by Neil Marshall. Uh, it's his directional debut. And from this film, is kind of like where he blew up to then go on and, you know, be a well-known director in the uh, movie industry business. Um, the plot for this movie is that it starts off with a couple um, camping in the Scottish Highlands um, and then they get attacked by something unknown. Uh, later on you get uh, um, Private Cooper who's um, doing an SAS uh, not not necessarily initiation Um mm.
1: but I guess it was like an evaluation or yeah
0: something. It, it's, it was like um, an interview but it's not an interview what do you know when like he's, he, he's, he's getting tested he's getting tested yeah. to see whether he's good enough for the special forces yeah and then he basically passes and then, but at the end of it he's told to shoot a dog in it yeah, so for anyone that is um, sensitive to when animals get injured, maybe this is not the movie for you. Yeah, and he shot the dog, and I was like, brother, like, not the dog, man. Like, what the fuck? Like, not the dog, yeah, yeah. I was like, not the dog, man. You can't do that, man. Like, that's so anyway. So then he's like, well, you failed in it, and he shoots the dog anyway, like I just said. And then a couple of weeks later, you've got a training exercise um, by the English. And um, they're meant to be doing this like um, English troops versus the SAS kind of thing um, Mm -hmm. in a training exercise. But it turns out that actually they were getting used as bait to like summon and um, draw out these werewolves. Um, Mm -hmm. And you, it, and again, long story short, I'm spoiling the end of the movie. It turns out that the family that live on this like grove that have been living there for centuries are werewolves. And it's basically how do the soldiers, you know, survive until the end of the night or escape somehow from the werewolves. Um, I really enjoyed it, you know, like for a movie that was in 2002, um, some of the special effects were pretty poor, but I guess for maybe for like a, a, a C-tier movie back in those days, like it's a pretty decent special effects. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what did you think of this?
1: It was dated, bro. I mean, <laughs> I've seen I've seen films that have better CGI from back in that day. Like, like I don't even know when Terminator where Terminator Two came out or um, films like um, Erase. But, but, but like I said, um, this was a
0: B. This was very B movieish. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, it clearly didn't wouldn't have had the so, budget of those kind of movies. Like, yeah, like,
1: but it was dated. But in saying that, I, I, it's been a while since I've seen. So growing up, I never watched many english films besides james bond or um uh, mr bean or you know those kind of films that those kind of Mm like um other english films never ever seen it so uh, i didn't really know of them until until moving like permanently relocating to the uk Mm -hmm. so this film even though it was outdated i enjoyed aspects of it um i'm so happy rod didn't snake us and actually said that it wasn't it's a horror but it's not a scary horror do you know what i mean because mm. you and me like we are pussies when it comes to yep. uh um horror films i hate to be scared i don't see the point mm-hmm. in going to a film just so i'd be scared so i so I, I have to see my light on or something like that do you know what i mean yep. in my grown age yeah <laughs> so um i'm really happy that that wasn't the case um even though it was clearly dated, in the beginning it didn't really grip me. It felt very old. Of course it's, it's old, it's an old film, right? But it just it just felt it, it, the pacing didn't grip me to begin with. Um but as the film went on, I started paying more attention to it. It started grabbing my attention more. Mm. Um I think what worked well was that for half of the film we didn't see any of the werewolves mm. and if a werewolf was attacking, it was the camera that was shaking. Um and I think that was done very well. If I mean just just by you not being able to see the shape of the monsters themselves, right? What they look like, how tall they are, that kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It adds a level of, um, uh. I don't know the right word. I don't know the word to use in this, right? But it just adds a, a layer of mystery, mm-hmm. um, you know, or or intrigue as to what it. What do these things actually look like? Um, but of course when we see the when we see the um werewolves, um obviously they are like your your standard werewolves um that can walk on two legs, have these huge claws, um that are like seven feet tall. So and yeah, very durable. So yeah, that was that was good. Um I enjoyed the last stand fight. Um you know, I th- I think I think that was that was done very well. Mm-hmm. Um you know, with using things like, you know, blowing up cars, blowing up the shed that they thought they were in, using, you know, a, a crap ton of bullets and guns, yeah, whatever yeah. they could find, shotguns, machine guns, um, semi-automatics, pistols, what, what have you, rocket launcher. I don't, think, I don't think it was a rocket launcher, actually, but... um yeah, just seeing a just sheer number of guns they had, just bullets just being emptied onto the floor and everything was, was I, that was cool. You
0: you, you got a rate Spoony Spoonie though. Spoonie, Spoonie went out like a G. Oh, Spoonie went out like a G.
1: Yeah. He was top done.
0: Yeah,
1: Spoonie was sick. Yeah, yeah. And I, at the end of it, I did expect the chick to be some sort of werewolf as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why. I don't know what gave it off, but I just felt like that was the case. It was either her or the sergeant that, you know, they found there, like maybe his cover would have been a werewolf or something. It was waiting to the last moment to reveal himself or whatever the case was. Yeah. But no, nah. it was either, it was one of those two I was expecting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, overall, I give this film a half chicken. Um, again, not something I expected that I'd, I'd like, but mm-hmm. I end up liking it. Yeah. So, um, it's one that, you know, if you do want an old film to watch or you're able to do a sort sure. of, um, search into that then yeah check, definitely check out uh, uh, Dog,
0: Dog Soldier yeah I'll give you a three piece it was a lot better I, I thought it would be um, I laughed a lot just because of like you know talking about the World Cup and being so interested in the football
1: yeah just like, because so, it, it was Germany as well
0: yeah yeah, there's a lot of things that I was just like yeah Cause I think too, that was um, wasn't that the World Cup that um, David Beckham kicked that guy and then got red carded and
1: oh, yeah I think I think it was I feel,
0: I feel like it was yeah
1: yeah, um, because he became he became public enemy number one boy. for a while.
0: Yeah, yeah. That
1: is that what he's watching? Is that is that you, is that no. you confirming?
0: No. So, basically, basically, earlier on, I was I was watching the Man United game, and I had um, BBC Radio player on my browser. Oh, right, I see. I've opened up my browser to Google. Don't uh, tell
1: me the score. I need to I to watch it.
0: No, no, I'm.
1: Oh, I watch highlights. Like? Yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah. So I can confirm. 2002 World Cup was the one in Korea and I'm pretty sure that's the one David Beckham got red carded for kicking out at the um, player Mm. yeah alright so alright one quick little thing for me before I slightly hand it over to Martin Um, solo leveling is back Uh, last week they took a bit of a hiatus because uh, supposedly the voice actor's throat got injured when recording episode 4 so that's why they dropped a little like 7.5 episode um, but episode 8 was released today I actually watched that before the recording um, still yep. enjoying it I watched it as well uh, we'll give you our ratings and thoughts on that when it finishes I believe we've got what four four or five more weeks till the season's done
1: Yeah, I, I reckon it's four more weeks now so, um, so usually it's about 12 because they, they stopped 12, doing um, is it not normally stopped, it's 13 episodes normally it's, normally it's 12 okay 12-13 yeah. yeah so we've got, it, you've got four weeks then Yeah. All
0: right. So we have got four more weeks. Let's Um, say let's
1: say four or five more weeks. So so I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna do a massive anime catch up this week, so I'm not too far behind uh, when Mm -hmm. we do our reviews, so that I can actually talk to you about the animes that you've been watching. Um, Yeah. All right. So um, we are going into June. Uh, I'm handing over mine to lead the conversation. Uh, So mine. June one and two. How do you how do you pronounce it? it June or June?
1: Like with a J or D? June.
0: Oh, all right, cool. Wait, was I saying it wrong? No, nah, it's I say, just if, maybe I it, I it I weird, think it's dude. my ear, I think it's my headphones, dude. Like the sound, like
1: yeah, <laughs> like side yeah. Like, sound I it was like
0: June, like you look know, like June. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 Dune Dean, Dean. All right, yeah. let's go. Dean, uh, one and two.
1: All right then. So, oh yeah, that was a mad rewatch, right? So, Dune. Let's just say this right. Right off the bat, Dune is a whole chicken. Mm-hmm. Both films are, are whole chickens. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we, I think when we, when we, I said that when we um, when we just see, seen the first one. But yeah, Dune two is a whole chicken. Um, I love the world that they've built. Um, I'm a massive um, sci-fi fan, so you know when uh uh a, a galaxy a universe is created well we know it's got it, it knows what it is mm-hmm. it, it, it it's got its own set of races as a sort of politics religion everything like. it's padded out the universe and i am absolutely in love with this um with, with the universe so much so that i'm actually going to buy the books and read them because nice. there's there's just it's just so interesting um how, sorry how many now?
0: how many books are there in the dune book series
1: uh i will find out because if the, i mean i don't care i mean the more the merit to be fair because mm. i mean i I think i'd read all of um uh the harry potter books i read all of christopher paulini's um Eragon series i think there's six books six books oh uh, damn june june
0: do you, do you know june came out in 1965? Really? Oh, that, the author
1: has done a great job with it. 1965. Yeah, Dune
0: is a 1965 epic science fiction novel by American author Frank Herb, originally published as a two separate serials 1963 64 Dune World and 1965 No Prophet of Dune.
1: Mm. All right. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, so. um, Oh, wait, hold on. So, I'm it.
0: sorry. I think there are six books.
1: Yeah, Herbert
0: quotes. wrote five sequels, June Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune, Heritage of Dune, and Chapter House Dune. Following Herbert's death in 1986, his son, Brian Herbert, and author Ken J. Anderson, continued the series in over a dozen additional novels since 1999. Fucking hell. So how many books actually are there?
1: I thought it was Six. <laughs>
0: oh boy that's mad alright sorry so yeah, six two. well wh- I'm gonna let you do the research into what books are there you can send me the list and if I find time I will read the books
1: alright um so <laughs> this film is obviously a continuation of the of you know the um first one mm-hmm. that came out in when, when, when did the first one come out again uh
0: 2000 2000
1: 2021 2021 <laughs> yeah oh right, yeah cool so, yeah, I oh, what what can I can I say about it? The casted is stacked. Yep. Um. So, for as, pa- so as always,
0: for part two, you have uh, Timothy Chalamet um, and Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson returning. Um, slight spoilers. So if you haven't watched it yet, skip forward like five minutes, maybe. Uh, Josh mm-hmm. Brolin makes return. Uh, you got Austin Butler. You got Florence Pugh. Uh, Dave Bautista, Christopher Walken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lia Sade, Leah do Sade, um, Shoheli Shoheli Jacob Stellan Stellan Stella- okay. Skarsgard, Charlotte Ramplin and Javier Bardem. Um, those, yeah,
1: I think it's uh, I think it's Sado. C- C- is how you pronounce C- it.
0: C- okay, uh, cool. Those are yeah. according to Wikipedia. Those are the main stars for this film. So again, as you mentioned, All right. very stacked cast.
1: Yeah, stacked cast. Absolutely amazing. Um, the film continues right where you left off. So mm-hmm. you know the. They had the fight in the desert at the end of um, um Dune, the first Dune film. Um sequel starts exactly where they left off, so it continues with the aftermath of that fight. So they haven't done like a, a time skip or anything like mm-hmm. that, which I really appreciated. Yeah. Um, which is so uh, watching number one and number two straight afterwards, it, it fits oh, perfectly. It lovely, together. lovely. Yeah. Um I really liked the continuation of the use of religion. Um mm-hmm. Um, especially in the southern uh, tribe, the southern Fremen tribe mm-hmm. is what I want to say they are. Um, the fact that the same people have various beliefs is, is not what is not what's you know uh, crazy about it. But what's crazy about it is the use of politics within religion. Mm-hmm. Um, for I mean, for me, it's always a fun subject because. Um, you only need to look at, say, the Crusades and things like that to see how um, religion influenced a lot of things in in our world. Um, so, just seeing it used here for for uh, a different purpose, and seeing how the religion was born was uh, was also very interesting. Mm. Um, I think it was the Bene Gesserit that yeah. created this religion for them, um, and it's not just a religion only amongst the Fremen, especially the Fremen from the South, but mm-hmm. also in various other um I guess kingdoms, empires. Mm-hmm. Um I'll say kingdoms because they have they have an emperor. So various kingdoms and nations um dotted around the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um I think I think it's absolutely amazing because they all have this prophecy of this one person. Yeah. Um so definitely the Bene I guess had uh, something to do with it. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of ways it's similar to Real life. Um, in my notes, I've said that Paul's mother uses politics, and religion, reflection of the real world. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that that's why I was laughing so much. Anything that was like related to like, uh, based off like Christianity just made me chuckle because I was like,
1: yeah, like, same here. Yeah,
0: it, it was really cool. All right, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I'm gonna let you get back but I just want to get like get this over. And, well, not over and done with now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> the answer. Six, um, the answer. Sorry. The on. answer six is wrong. Do you want to take a guess of how many books are in the actual Dune series? Yes, it's, it's double figures. It's double figures and it's a lot. And again, I don't know oh, I don't know how many are sh- like are super like important to the story but it's a yeah. lot. If I was just, but
1: it came out in 1960s, didn't it? In 1960s. All so right, I'm sure so- it must be spell spelled. Is it, is it 16?
0: Higher. <laughs> oh, bruh.
1: Is it, is, it, is it
0: the 20s? Is it the 20s?
1: All right, cool. D- I don't how many is all it.
0: Right. According to um, Google, there are 28 books in the June series. 28 books? Yeah.
1: Are, oh, are they all thick? There must be all thick I don't thick know if they're all, all thick, well.
0: yeah, but obviously um, 1965 was June. Then in 2003, you got June, the Machine Crusade. Uh, hmm. oh, two, I'm not going to list all of them, but according to this, there is 28. So, yeah. Okay. We, we'll, so... Maybe oh no, it's not even fucking in order. It's not in. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have to do the research, bro, because there's so many. Yeah, on, I'll do the research on Google. It. They're not I'll in do the right research, order because why? So you've got 1965. You have 2004, yeah. 2004, um, 2014, 2012. Then it goes 1999. Yes, yeah, all over the place. So you're gonna have to do your research, mate. That's
1: all right. So what I'll do is I'll try and figure out what the main that the main books are and mm-hmm. if they are any spinoffs then I'll get into it that's, that's probably what it is right you have a lot of different spin-offs off of the
0: the main um, story
1: main yeah the main story I yeah, think will nice. just focus on various characters and aspects and mm-hmm. other things that happen in there so um yeah no problem there um so in my as well have also said that it feels like the whole universe feels like a Star Wars again just in terms of how they've packed in everything how they've designed um the various races, the races with the various abilities as well, because, um, you know, they use spice. A lot of these, uh, races use spice to enable them to do something. Um, the sand people, these, are hallucinogenic. Um, they gave their white, their blue eyes, sorry. Um, for other races to do other things. Um, I come remember the name of the, of the race specifically, but the ones that are able to calculate, um, I think they work for like the shipping company. Um they are able to, you know, do like vast calculations in their heads and, you know, spice helps with that ability. Um as well as it, um as you, as well as its other applications. So I'm I'm just enjoying the the world so much. Um I like the cultural differences amongst each faction. There's yeah. some factions that feel like they're offshoot of like say Germany, Russia, in like an olden, in, in like old nineteen hundreds um, um, era, just in terms of mannerisms and things like that. Um, you have the freemen that are sort of freemen, fremen in a way. Yeah. They they feel like they're, they're very like ethnic, like 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 say from like they look either Arabic or. Um, or some nature or um you know somewhere from like Africa so it's just you know having dark skin mm-hmm. um Arabic of course touching on uh Algeria um uh, Morocco etc as well so it just feels like and also um I think it's the Oh what are they called? So now the the guys that have um oh what's the word I'm looking for? What, so, which which you know, the, 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 race, the race of guys that, have, that are under the Black Sun, basically. The
0: Black The Harkonnens? You know,
1: that's the one, the Harkonnens. Yeah. yeah. So the Harkonnens are the ones that are like, um, that are like, you know, Germany, Russia, like 1900s Germany, Russia, in my in my opinion. Mm. Um, very gladiatorial as well, because, you know, um, so, no uh, touching on, say, Roman Empire, um, um, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think it's just awesome. Um, you know, very tech savvy, um, you know, huge weapons smiths and all that. Um And then I mean I i i the words described because it just feels it just feels so Like I said, you just done a very good job on the on 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 the, on the whole lot. Um I said that I'm intrigued to see how the how because of that, of that black sun, just what it does to black people's skin, because you look at the, at the, um, Harkonnens, and this thing, this, their skin goes very pale white, like ghostly white, and of course the teeth are black and stuff like that, but it shows the UV rays of that, of that sun, so, it was, it was just a thought in my head, like an intrusive thought, it's like, oh, what's that look of black skin? Do we like, just like, are we, are we just like completely blacked out and stuff, or, do we shine a certain light as well, that kind of thing, so I thought that would be pretty cool. Um, I really like the just how big of an influence the Ben Gesserets have, of course they're like the 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 end so much so that even the emperors listen to them yeah. um, of course they all have the voice as well, so they are revered in that way um but they also for all the contingency plans they have, they also create their own problems, so in this case, Paul is a problem for them, um having you know gone about how they did in killing his father um in oh, in exiling him and his mum, um, being forced to, you know, live through or or live, live through the the Fremen, not that he wouldn't have done that in the first place, but you know, learning from them, this kind of thing is found his he's found his haven there, his safe haven there. Um and now he's turned against them. Mm-hmm. Um it's very much like how You know how this happens in in real life with certain countries influencing other countries, and uh, um, for their own personal gain, where that gain is. I guess for for us, we know that the Bene Gesserit want to have the want to have this particular person because yeah, because he is someone who's able to you know have the abilities of all three races essentially. Um, So. I thought that was a nice point to pull out, put to, to bring up, but, uh, also, even in terms of the families and stuff that have all these kids and stuff like that, that then lead to fulfill this prophecy and things like that. It's like they've orchestrated their own thing, um, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, before I ramble on any further, um, definitely a whole chicken, um, check it out.
0: That's all I can so, say. I want to talk about one of my theories. Yeah. One of yeah. my theories is that Paul is not actually the mud uh, mud deep, but one of the ba- one of the three mm. babies, is, or they could all be, yeah. And mm. that way, you almost get the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit because you've got, um, yeah, Rebecca Ferguson's character, she's pregnant with a daughter. Mm. You've got, I want to say Florence Pugh's character, she's pregnant with, um, uh, what's his name? with Fred Ruth Ruth's child and we also know that's a door and i am speculating um that um oh my god zendaya's character i was speculating is that she's pregnant and she's actually pregnant with a boy and that boy is actually gonna be the mod mod be or whatever it's called
1: i think i think i agree with you mm-hmm. um Cause I mean, because I definitely see your point. Um, I also think that Zendaya's character, um, what's her name? Was it? Was it? Um, I want to say sh- Chin something. Ch- Charlie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I think I think sh- I think she's pregnant because the way she because because of, of the way she um, reacted when uh uh Paul you know took the hand of whoever right mm-hmm. um it felt more than just oh, he's going to marry her and blah, blah. I felt more like, bitch, I'm also, I'm, I've got stuff going on too and, you know, that I haven't told you about, but you haven't realised it, blah, blah. So, I think that, yeah, she she is carrying, um, carrying his child. Mm. Um, but I also think that he is, that like, he is fulfilling the prophecy by himself, like, with himself, that like, he is who he is. Um, I'm sure later on, his kids as well have similar abilities to him, right? Um, so I think, like, I agree with you like, I that, I reckon it's going to be all his kids, mm-hmm. um, whether the girls are included in that or not, because the prophecy seems to heavily rely on the fact that it's um, a, a male figure. Mm-hmm. So, I, I also think that yeah um, either it's going to be his kids um, so whichever son he has or sons that he has um, as well as future black grandsons or, or that mm-hmm. they will be able to have this ability so um, do you think but I think he, I think it's one that's close to it he's closest to, to
0: achieving that so do you think with June obviously it's not been announced yet but do you think mm. with June part three... They better
1: announce a so June three or four. <laughs> do, you, do, you you think, they better? do
0: you think we're going to get a time skip to the kids being born?
1: Mm, I can see a reason for a time skip because firstly, these actors are not getting any younger. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Secondly, I think to be able to progress the story because in the film we do see an older version of his unborn sister, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. there must be some sort of time skip, I think. Because we're not gonna see I mean I d I don't think there'll be uh, every single time they'll start the film from where exactly where the last um film ended, right? So I'm sure there'll be a time skip, they'll be say a few years later, however they do it, they'll do it. But yeah, we'll definitely see a time skip of older versions of these Because
0: I I have a very I have a heavy feeling that June three is gonna be very dark hmm. and, and you're also kind of so in a sense yeah, the first movie got you to like like um, House of Atreides and got you to kind of view them mm. as, the, as the heroes or in a sense as as the, yeah. good, as the good guys and the Harkonnens were the bad guys. Um, and I feel mm. like in this movie, you're slightly getting turned that Paul's not like, what, what, what's the saying? Is it lawful good? Or like he's not as, yeah. as much of a good character as we want to perceive him be. And then now that he's the emperor, and he's now, in a sense, going to go against the the other houses, do we see him now turn into, like, in a sense, how the Emperor is like a villain and, like, going evil, and, like, him and the Fremen are now, you know... Because a holy war is never a good thing. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's never a good thing. It's never a good thing. So, I th- to answer your question, I think that he is definitely... Um, He's someone who's. I don't think he's someone who's going to be like the last emperor. Mm-hmm. I think he's someone who's going to literally challenge the status quo, challenge the Bene Gesserit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's. I don't think he'll kill them, but he'll keep them in certain check. That's my. as my then, opinion. The reason. Um, the reason
0: why, like, I hear what you're saying, but the reason why, like, I'm like, hmm, because it does seem like the Bene, the Bene whatever they're called, are like several steps ahead, yeah. and that's why they've also impregnated the other girl, the other guys. Baby, so that because because in yeah, the little yeah. in, in the little mindful bubble, yeah, the mom was like, "Ah, oh, you picked the wrong side," and then the the other woman was like, "There is no size There's only uh, yeah." I don't know what you said, but she's like, "There's only the way or something like that." So, yeah.
1: yeah. So I I think it opposed to you, I think that um there's certain things that they can control, certain things they can't control. So they so even though they've put all these things in place, these plots in place, right? Yeah. However many hundreds or thousands there are of them, I think it's more like um a probability thing, right? So what is the probability of us you know going via this family route um for this um is it more more deep to be um to be born? So that's what I think it is. But in terms of the actions from each of them, I think they they cannot predict that. And one thing that they did do was they didn't I mean one one thing they failed to do was to kill Paul right yeah because um, I know because I know even one I know the main Um, it was a reverend mother of the Bene, Bene Gesserit wherever she is mm. Um, she said that she wouldn't have minded if Paul stayed alive I think the only reason why that was the case was for genetic material do you know what I mean mm. rather than he is someone who's going to um, fulfill the prophecy. Yeah, or he re- is the rem- more
0: deep. Re- remember, they were like, "What? We told you to give us a daughter, and you get you gave us a, a boy. Like boys are not good for like yeah. the benefit I don't know how you manage to say that word right all the time, Benajesserik. Mm. Yeah, I can't say that right. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Hmm.
1: yeah. So I, I, so yeah, I, I mean there's a lot that's going to happen. I know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's going to happen. I don't know what, 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 what that thing is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Until I read the books. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I think, I think that, you know, having someone like Paul, he's going to be very hard to control, especially with the circumstances surrounding how he rose to power. Um, because he seems to be fairly measured in a sense that he hasn't outright gone and just slaughtered the emperor. Do you know what I mean? For sake of it. Mm-hmm. Um, nor has he touched the Bene Gesseract in that aspect um but there are aspects of him as well which are reckless for example him challenging his cousin to a to a fight and almost dying <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah that so was a good fight that was,
0: that was stupid huh That's a, that was a very good fight though
1: it was very good. It was very good. I'm not going to lie. I half expected Paul to die just to see like a massive twist or something like that. And what happens? Because I'm like, "Ooh, now we've got this character to follow." Mm. But um uh, of course that wasn't the case. So um there's definitely more to come, but I am just very intrigued at how the story is going to go. Um I know that with this Holy War. Again, this when when right ahead is Holy War, right? I do say the crusades and stuff like that. Um but it feels like the some people are like more islamic in terms in terms of how they um their beliefs how they pray in terms of their belief exactly Mm -hmm. thank you in terms of the belief and then you have the other side which is completely atheist it's like you guys just being controlled and stuff like that so of course the more one thing that paul's mum did that i was like yeah this is just like tactical play right or typical play is that she said, uh, "Let's spread this faith around, right, for Paul's sake. Let's mm-hmm. let's spread the faith around. Just pick up the weakest minor people first, or the weakest yeah. people first, most vulnerable mm-hmm. people first,
0: those, those, and those then those slowly,
1: are yeah, then slowly, slowly the the word spreads around the um that that nation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he already has a very strong army with the free Fremen anyway, purely mm-hmm. because like he had in a film. It says they had like two hundred soldiers and." they were advancing north and, you know, completely obliterating the Harkonnen's um, spice operations. So, with like a million plus people that he has at his disposal, right, it's, he can do more than yeah. just that. Do you know what I mean? He's but already taken the lot sky and stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah. So, be, it's, I'm, I'm very keen to see what happens. Um, things I can point this character out to are things like, say, maybe Darth Revan from Star Wars or um, you had um uh, Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones, where she too led an army in that in that same vein. Um, obviously, the, sl- the slave army later on expanding mm-hmm. it and all that stuff. So that's what Paul feels like right now. He's a messi- messianic character. Yeah. Um, so it's interesting to see how everything else unfolds because uh, we have definitely not seen the last of Paul. I think Paul's going to be no, the main yeah. character for quite some time. Yes. Yes. Um, definitely yeah and then maybe I think Leon will see his children sort of take him however he passes away mm. Um, but yeah that I mean Dune is a whole chicken we both gave you the whole chickens A 100% check it out I, I actually spent money on this I'm happy I spent money on, on <laughs> <and multiplicationists laughs> because it's, it's worth it boy it's worth it's definitely worth spending money on I'm so happy yeah so so happy no
0: that's not right. that's good Alright, so um done with a lot of our main content. Um uh, Martin, you've got a couple of things that you have watched and then we are done for the day. Let's get it.
1: Alright, so let me uh so so a couple of weeks ago we watched um House of Ninja. Mm-hmm. Oh sorry, the House of Ninjas. Yeah, House of Ninjas. Mm-hmm. Um I was only part way through the season, but now I finished it. I give nice. it a three piece, okay. so sort the of three piece. Mm-hmm. Um Really like the I really like the show, um, the various I guess aspects of being a ninja in this world. Um I like the the family ties to it. I I guess not the family ties, but the relationships within the family. Um where you have uh Haru, who is the second older son, who, you know, basically let um his uh his opponent go. Mm-hmm. Um who now later on became the villain um, the villain. So there is there is there's that that he has to uh um I think his name is Yosuke, Yosuke uh Sujioki. But anyway, um, mm-hmm. um ends up Ken is his brother, um uh, Gaku. Um and you know, just how the family sort of fills pieces and so it came up it came together again. Yeah. Um Yeah, Gaku is a uh, son of a bitch, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he's, a, he's a
1: dickhead fan.
0: Oh. Uh. Oh, what?
1: Oh. Yeah. I mean, in a way he got his revenge, but at the same time, I'm like, bro, now he's just like unleashed a certain whatever into, into this whole world. Now it's just going to be, it's just going to be madness. Um, but I like, I kind of like Gaku's um character. Um, In a sense of he 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 always asks questions right so um usually where with the with the ninja when they receive orders or receive um a pigeon or letter whatever the case may be Mm -hmm. um to fulfill a mission they don't question it it just comes to them and they go do their jobs right but then he started questioning who is actually um sending us those um messages And for what purpose are we really saving Japan, or are we our skills being used for something more nefarious, right? Yeah. Um, which, which, so which I can is what led to his decision at the end. Um, so I, th- I think I, th- I think that's something that's good f- um, to highlight because now I guess Haru is um, Haru is going to confess his dad to start asking questions as to you know as to these orders of things like that. Um,
0: especially especially at the end you know that the or, the person um given the orders the, the level of control has changed
1: yeah yeah mm. so there's all of that as well to think of um yeah I mean there's so much more to say about it I think it's just a really good series um I give it I give it a three piece nice um I just like, that. I like how sometimes it's super serious. Other times it's jokey. Of course it's jokey. I mean, they have their youngest kid there, a uh, sibling there as well. Um, um, yeah, they have, um, again, all these familial ties as well. So it's it's just nice to see that. Um, similar to, I guess, Uncanny Encounter in that, in that family tightness, family togetherness, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. I see. I also see it in this. Um, so yeah, three-piece. Definitely check it out. Nice. Next thing I've been watching is called... It's a bit of a longish name. Um, <laughs> but the, sh- the shorter version is The Strongest Tanks Labyrinth Raids.
0: No, I don't think I've heard of um, that one.
1: No, so it's about eight episodes in. um, And so it was released in January as well. Shortest, uh, January of this year as well.
0: Shortest tank... Strongest.
1: Raid. The Strongest Tanks Labyrinth Raids.
0: Strongest... Okay. Cool. Laboratory raid. 2024
1: season one. Yeah. Um. So the synopsis is: Run is the tank of the hero's party and is said to have the highest defense ever in history. His defense rating is nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Jeez, gangster. Um. Yeah. I do. I not think even a hero has that that high. I think his was like seven thousand something, and mm-hmm. that's the highest because he's a hero, right? Yeah. Um. So, the Cosopus continues The party often does labyrinth raids, but to Rudd, it means more than just a raid. To cure his beloved sister's illness, he is a search for the wish granting treasures that might be hidden in those labyrinths. But one day the arrogant hero kicks him from the party after an unsuccessful raid attempt, limited on his skills whose effects he is still unaware of. With nowhere else to go and nothing to do, he decides to return to his hometown where his sister is waiting. On his way there, he saves a girl who has been who was being attacked by a monster. Unexpectedly, this girl has an extremely rare skill called a Appraisal. Thanks for skill, Rudd is able to discover the truth behind his unknown skills which turn out to be very powerful skills. With a defense of 9999 and powerful skills, thus begins the venture of the strongest tank, Rudd. Appraisal is a mad skill to have as well, you know, because it just means that for for people who aren't gaming fans or are into anime like this, um, sort of like RPGs, all appraisal is, is that it looks at a person's stats and abilities, depending on the the universe it could also look at a person's skills and how to um, either activate them or to uh, or to set up a strategy to um, uh, break them
0: mm-hmm.
1: in a sense so Rudd like I said Rudd, Rudd is this tank of a character so um, in the last raid that he was in with the hero um, it didn't go well, he got kicked out, but later on in the, ep- in the series, this is like only ep- episode maybe five or something, um, the hero gets absolutely murked in a raid,
0: um,
1: <laughs> by, like, absolutely destroyed, almost, almost got killed in a raid, right, he had to be mm-hmm. saved by his companions, who are all female, by the way, Yeah. Um, and whilst the hospital, Rudd visits him and he realises that R- Rudd was taking a lot of pressure off of him for him to uh, do what he was doing. But, so he acknowledges Rudd finally and he even apologised to Rudd for his, for being so rash in his, in his thinking and dismissing him and things like that. So that was actually quite nice because there's some other um, anime where you see the, when that happens and the is just still a prick and he's like, no, dickhead. Mm. But this one's actually quite nice. Um, it's a decent anime. I give it a half chicken um, it's again. It's I mean, it's, it's very semi-anime. I feel like this anime has definitely been done before. Um, yeah, but it's a good, it's a good watch. It's even, a good even, watch. Even the, uh, sorry, even, even the t-
0: monsters, t- Hello?
1: magic, etc. Can you hear me? Yeah, go on. Even okay, the go even go the on.
0: title is sounds very similar to other ones about the hero being kicked, uh, mm-hmm. being dropped out the hero's party. I'm pretty sure there is another one from last season that had almost the exact same title.
1: Yeah, there was, there was, yeah kicked out I think it was something like kicked out of a hero's party I decided to live the life of a blah blah yeah, mob or, or something or farmer,
0: yeah
1: going off a farmer and then it's like the other mob one mob boss one or whatever it was mm. um, there's another one where uh, another character kicks kicked out of a hero's party um, he has the ability to tame animals um, he could tame like hundreds of animals at a time uh, a normal person can only tame one or two animals at a time so there's that one there as well um. So, yeah, name's very, very familiar. Um, so, that's what I'm. That's what else I'm reading. So, a bit of
0: Rudd's... Oh, you're, um, sorry, you're, you're reading this. I thought this was anime. Oh, no, so
1: it's anime. It's anime. Sorry.
0: No, I was going to say, because I've added, added it to my list. Gonna, no, 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 um, no, 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 no.
1: Sorry, I meant, I meant reading. I meant reading my notes
0: for it. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah, added yeah, this yeah, to yeah. my list. But, I'm going to, add to I'm gonna be checking <laughs> it out over the next couple of days.
1: All right. Cool. <coughs> Um, so one of the abilities is absorb shield it's an ability that absorbs damage um, words, provoke skills so this is like a basic tank in um, an RPG so if you play Final Fantasy 16 for example tank players like my character they have the ability to, to provoke um, as, as I call provoke the other name for it is aggro mm-hmm. um, which essentially means that um, you force the enemy to fight you whilst you're once the rest of your teammates will either give you buffs, so maybe a buff for defense, a buff for attack, or speed, or mana, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you have um, characters who aren't good at... at um, you we know, have ranged characters who shoot and stuff like that. So basically, it's like, a tank is like a support supporting character, yeah. keeping the enemy close to him so that um, other players are free to use the abilities without much, um, without much distraction or danger. Um, so, next one he has is Healthy Body. Um, it boosts the body's natural healing effects. So, again, something that's very much like a tank. Um, life Conversion, which converts damage depleted uh, and absorbed into um, shields and then vice versa to strength. Mm-hmm. And a Sacrifice Shield, which absorbs damage dealt to teammates. So, mm-hmm. those are his abilities, which makes him quite a good tank. Um, especially when comes, especially if it's like an, RP, an RPG element. So, moving on to the next one. That I'm reading, I'm sorry, I'm watching. is called um, "The Tales of Wedding Rings." Um, Tales of Wedding Rings. Yeah, I've heard about this one. Okay, so I think this anime has nine episodes now. Mm -hmm. Um, it is an etchy anime. Um, so it's etchy. It's got magic. Um, it's got a fantasy world. It's uh, isekai.
0: Um, oh, I love it, Isekai. Might have to add this one to my list oh, as well. It's
1: so saturated. <laughs> and uh, and uh, comedy. So, synopsis is Sato and his best friend Hime have been together for as long as he can remember. So, when she tells him she's going back to her home world to get married, his first thought is follow her and crash her wedding. All goes according to plan, and with a kiss from Hime herself, Sato becomes the new groom. But unbeknownst to Sato, the man who marries Hime is destined to be a hero of immense power and save the world. Is Sato up for the challenge or is it just too much responsibility for one high schooler to handle? Um, so, they, so Sato and, um, Hime, they live literally next door to each other. Um, in, in the first uh, few minutes of the first episode, you see that Sato is just walking in the park and all of a sudden Hime plops out of the sky lands on him. Um, He as they grew up and things like that, he thought he always feels like maybe he may have dreamt that, but there was always something about that that um meeting that they had. So he wasn't that much surprised when she said that she's actually from another world and he actually rushes into that to to the portal to that world to to be with her. Mm -hmm. Um But he's always they've always liked each other, but just never said it to each other in that aspect. Mm -hmm. Um I learned about that just before that transportation happens. So, whilst in this world, it's it, like I say, it's a fantasy, it's a fantasy world. Actually, I admit mean, I didn't say that, but it's a fantasy world. It's got, um, um I guess characters that are based on feelings, like so, like cat people. Um, it's got um, monsters, demons. It's got elves in it, um, magic, etc. So this is like a typical fantasy um, uh, anime. Um, he's all, he has to build a harem as is the case of some some film or series, sorry, he has to build up uh, a harem, um, collecting these rings along the way. So Crystal has, um, is the first to give this ring, right? And each of these rings have a different magical ability to it. So it's the ring of water, fire, earth, um, wind and light, I believe. So, um he has to go to each kingdom to get that so along the way he actually has to marry these princesses as well hence his harem mm-hmm. um so yeah it's a, good, it's, it's, it's a decent uh watch as well I give it a half chicken um but um yeah it's, it's, it's a fun watch I think it'll be we'll get the 12 episode treatment where after 12 episodes it, or it ends in 12 episodes um but yeah, so that's what I've been right, reading. So can, sorry, I keep can, saying reading but I mean watching. Right, can you, that's what I've been watching so far.
0: Can you repeat the animes and your ratings? So strongest tanks labyrinth okay. raids. Okay, got so All
1: right, so it is. Oh, let me. Oh, they are sorry. Mm-hmm. The strongest tanks. The strongest tanks labyrinth raids. Mm-hmm. Half chicken.
0: Okay, half chicken. Mm-hmm.
1: And then tales of the wedding rings is also half chicken. And tales of the wedding rings. Yeah.
0: What it brings also half. Cam, gotcha, I got it, I got it, I got it.
1: All right then. Um, I believe that's everything right now. My anime, there's, there's not too much that I'm watching. Ah, oh, do you know? I forgot to mention one thing that I finished watching as well. I finished the um, Lupin, Lupin, um, Lupin on Netflix. Oh, yeah, Lupin. yeah. It's a Lupin. They pronounce it Lupin.
0: Okay,
1: you know, because so course cause they're French. I'm joking.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, speaking, but yeah. Speaking of French, um, I'm probably gonna watch Furies on Netflix. It's just a French me- action movie. That's
1: oh, Furies. Yeah. Same here. Same here. I think we'll, we'll have that done by uh, next next uh, episode. Mm-hmm. Um. So season three. I think yeah. So season three of um of Lupin. It is it's still it's still very interesting. It's interesting because it's also Lupin's, um. Um, Sort of heists uh, Come to life Or imagined in In the modern world Mm -hmm. Um You have The main character Um Asan Who is Um Tried to Save his son And his Wife or ex-wife Um From people From the very man Who sort of helped Put his uh, Father in prison And all that stuff So It's just a continuation of that But it's a really, really Fun watch Um it's, it's very nicely dramatized. Uh, the heists are believable. Um, it's a solid three-piece for me for uh, Lupin the Third. So, nice.
0: um, definitely check it out. Mm, that,
1: um... and, now, and now I'm done. I'm done with everything.
0: <laughs> All right, cool. Lovely stuff. Um, yeah, that brings us to the end. There's, you know, again, like I said, I'm hopefully in the next couple of days going to... Uh, watch a ton of stuff that I have been neglecting um, mm-hmm. and I hope that you know I want to get catch up on some anime as well like I said I am very far behind so I want to get that done I want to catch up on certain things um, and that way when it gets to the end of the season I'm not super duper chasing a lot of things behind if that makes sense um, yeah that makes sense Yeah, so that, that that is the plan whether the plan gets executed as you know, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I'm planning on catching up a lot of different TV. Um, so yeah, that's the plan. Um, Martin, as always, thank you very much for joining yes. me. And uh, yeah, say bye to the people.
1: Bye everyone, catch you next time.
0: Hi right, guys, thanks for listening. Bye bye now.